It's another Micro Action Monday on Studio Class. Hi Divas, it's Micro Action Monday. Yeah, woo, I know, I know, I'm excited to be here too. <laughs> so today we're talking about bios as our micro action. So today your micro action is spiff up your bio. If you don't listen anymore, that's it. Go work on it, I don't care. Go, go live your best life. And if you wanna find out a little bit more about making your best, most sparkly bio, like stick around, let's, let's talk about it for a second. So when I teach my music business workshops and my music business courses, we always talk about your music business as kind of like a three-legged stool or like three pillars of music business being your craft, your network, and your materials. Your bio is one of those things that fall under materials. Your bio is a music business document and it's there to inspire interest in your product or your service. What you do is a service to other people. What you do is something that you are trying to connect with people who are interested in paying you for it. Well, ideally, if you're running this as a business, if you're doing this, if you're doing this avocationally, don't worry. But your bio, even if you're doing this avocationally, your bio is a way for you to connect with the people who want to listen to the work that you do. That's it. And I really want you to think about writing your bio for the people you're trying to collaborate with and the people you're trying to impress. And your bio is an exercise in writing a beautifully balanced portrait of yourself as a musician, right? It's not so much about writing what you think is the most interesting, although I do want you to keep that in mind. I want you to look at the work that you're doing and say, what do I find really interesting about this? What's the through line in this? If you have your resume close by, I want you to take an inventory of your background, your education, uh, recent roles, recent performances, recent non-opera non performances, anything that you do that helps explain who you are as a musician. I also want you to make another list of your goals and your mission as a performer. What are you here to do? You're going to use a combination of both of these to create a banging bio. Yeah, that's what's up. And I want you to think about who is reading your bio. These might be director, you know, stage directors, musical directors, company directors, competition judges, teachers, festivals, like festival committees. Oh man, uh, all sorts of people. So anybody who's presenting, presenting series, presenting recitals, and uh, people that are booking you on podcasts or booking you on radio shows, etc. And these people are by and large skimming a plethora of bios just like yours. Another, another thing that I want you to think about is this bio tends to end up in programs. So bios have kind of two functions. Your listener, the, the actual listener in the audience gets a bio and then the people that you're working with get a bio. And sometimes we can make those the same thing. We can pull those into the same, by and large, we, we tend to send the same bio everywhere. But I do want you to think about how those people might want different things out of what you do. We're going to dish for a quick second about cliches. <laughs> so, so... Oh man, have you, I'm sure you've read your, your fair share of bios and 
there are a bunch of phrases that come up a little too frequently. And some of these are things like the highly sought after and a frequent performer of recital, concert, and chamber repertoire. So if you see that you're using the same phrases as someone else, if that's important because there's no other way to communicate it, then fine. But if you, if I could read your bio and it's the same as everybody else's bio, then, then what's the point, you know? So, <laughs> and plus, anytime you have something that kind of sets you apart or, or shows that you, you have maybe a slight sense of humor, that's, you know, I don't want it to get ridiculous in the other way. But I had a friend who, <laughs> this is a little bit of the example of the ridiculous, but I had a friend once who started his bio with, with first name, last name, son of Los Angeles. And I was like, oh, wow, that's a big claim, you know, but the kind of person who, who definitely embodied that spirit. And, and so if you have something that you, like, you clearly embody a certain type of personality and spirit, then, then go ahead and lead with that. We need more people like you. <laughs> and let's see here. Okay. So we're going to lean towards kind of upbeat language and any sort of authoritative quotes or comments that you can drum up for this. I really want you to think about, do I have any social proof that I can use that mean, that can help me, uh, bring some bring some outside perspective to this so you know if the new york times calls you the most amazing singer they've ever heard in their life like that goes in your bio i don't care yes it goes in your bio <laughs> but also if if your quotes come from uh someone who doesn't have a a large presence like online or in circles that may not work to your advantage so think about the quality of the quotes that you have, does their expertise in the situation warrant being in the spot of your bio, right? Do enough other people know this person or know of their reputation such that their blessing upon you means something, gives, gives you more social proof? All right, so I want you to think about a couple of guidelines that are going to help bring this bio to life. Your first sentence should be kind of like the topic sentence of an essay. You should clearly define the essential information that you want the reader to know. I also think that the topic sentence can kind of be the short bio or like the tweet bio, right? If you have something really short, uh, my short, short, short bio, I don't necessarily use this as the first sentence of my long bio because I've thought about two different ones. But I have a short bio that goes wherever it's like tweet-sized bio. My short bio is Megan Enan is a mezzo-soprano on a mission to change the world through the commissioning, performance, and proliferation of new music. And that sums it up. That is what I'm about. That is what I'm here to do. So if you can think about what are you here to do, what is the work that you do through your music making, and sum that up in a easily easily understandable sentence go ahead and lead with that right the first sentence of my long bio is 
Megan Enan is a new music force of nature. <laughs> and that's in quotes because I, that, I've been called that and I felt comfortable using it. So I want you to think about when you start with something like that, that tells you who I am and what I care about and what I want to do through my music making. Think about what you want to do through your music making. What's your mission? What do you want people to know? If they're going to engage with your art, what do they want to know about you? And so I want you to think about, like I said, topic sentence, who are you? What do you really want people to take away in this short, hopefully memorable kind of sentence? Um, if, if your quote, if you start with a quote, that's great. You know, just make sure that the quote is really something special, like I said. And if it's vague or doesn't portray you in the most shimmering light, you know, cut that shiz out of there. Nobody needs that. Nobody needs a quote that's like, that was, that's like, Sarah was in this performance. You know, that's like, that's not what you want to lead a bio with. <laughs> like, so if your quote, uh, if that's your only press quote, you don't have to include it. That's fine. Start with what you want people to know about your music making or what you want people to know about the sound concept that you work with or what you want people to know about what you're like in that space. You know, what are they going to hear? What's going to be memorable, memorable about listening to you, listening to your instrument. When you get to the second paragraph or the next section of, of your bio, this is what we think of as like the current section. So this is where you want to highlight what you're working on right now or what the, what the most recent thing is that, that really stands out and tells people what you're interested in doing. Uh, remember your audience when you're writing. What is your reader going to find most interesting? Where is your bio going by and large? Are you sending it? Is it only ever going to casting directors? Is it only ever going to music directors? Then let them know what you're about musically in a way that gives them context for what you do. If you want to get hired for oratorio work, then you need to lead with that. <laughs> you know, you need to put that in, in there and tell them that you've done this, you can be trusted to do it again, and they should totally hire you, right? Uh, if, if you are writing different bios for program bios and for, and for longer bios that are going to go to just casting directors or something like that, that keep in mind that the long list of like, I've worked with all of these people, that's for industry insiders. That's for other people so that they can go, oh yeah, I know so-and-so, or I know the kind of work that they're doing. That tells me that she's interested in doing Verdi opera all the time, right? Or she's interested in singing modernist works constantly, right? So if you have a long list of something, remember that that's for, that's for your colleagues in the biz and not necessarily something that your, your listeners are compelled by. They might be excited that you've worked with another ensemble that's from their hometown. But other than that, they want to know, you know, why they should follow you, why they should get involved with the music that you're making. So when you're thinking about that, if you have connections to the work, for example, say you're, you're doing a new opera and you write about the, the story of it a little bit, or you write about the working with the composer librettist team, that's okay in your bio, you know? 
after you go through kind of what is the meat and potatoes of what you're currently focused on, then we kind of fill that in with some background information or what I like to call like illuminate the path to your present divaness. You know, where, <laughs> where did you go to get here? And this is where your inventory of accomplishments and honors are going to come into focus a little bit more. Uh, just like with our resume, do not exaggerate. Be very clear about what you did. If you're feeling the need to exaggerate, get back in the practice room, right? Tell yourself that you are on your path. You are fine. You got this. You are building the career that you want. Be proud of your accomplishments no matter where you are in your career. If you have already created any sort of long-term projects, this is where I want you to elaborate on how that's part of your overall career development. So these are things like uh, I worked on, or here, I'll just go, you know, I'll go back to my own. So when I, when I'm talking about like the things that have brought me to this place, I talk about, I did my, my commissioning Kickstarter um, in 2017. I talk about commissioning 26 composers from all over, you know, from the States and, uh, and Europe and Australia to write for me, to write these wordless lullabies for me. Um, and I talk about uh, uh, albums, like recording labels that I've been on. I talk about recitals that I've crafted. I've, so I talk about doing Kurtag Kafka fragments because it was an important part of my development in interdisciplinary recital works. So the Kafka fragments that I did, we commissioned animations, hand-drawn animations and stop-motion animations to go with them. And the work tells a historical fiction of the first woman to climb Mount Everest. Those are important things to me because it really informs the kind of work that I'm doing now. So I put it in the bio to kind of suggest, I've been doing this for a minute. This is something I clearly care about. If you're into that too, let's be friends, right? Let's be musical friends. Let's be collaborators. Let's, let's work together on something. And like I said about the list, so just remember that like your resume, anytime you put a list that is automatic uh, reference material. So somebody, if they recognize a series or an organization or a coach or a teacher, something like that in your bio that they know, just be ready for them to call them up or message them and text them and be like, yo, what'd you think of working with Brian? What did you think of working with Megan? Whatever. <laughs> and they're hopefully you're going to put people on that list that are going to say glowing things about you and your experience together. If you're putting somebody on that list who's going to say not so glowing things about you, think twice about putting them in your bio. Some tips to remember. Okay, so a couple of things that I want you to remember. Any paper bio you send out should only be one page in length um, tops. I really actually want you to think about developing three bios. I want you to have a super short bio. I want you to have a program bio that is a hundred words or 150 words or less. And I want you to go ahead and have a long bio. A long bio kind of is something that you really only use for your website. Uh, just be ready for people to excerpt your long bio if they only have 
only have a certain amount of space that they can fill. That's why I think your program bio is actually the most important thing for you to keep up to date all the time. And your short bio can kind of be that mission statement, that vision statement for yourself. And so the program bio is the one where I really want you to focus on, can this be 100 words or less? Does it clearly communicate the things that I'm working on? Does this clearly communicate the kind of artist that I am and why people would want to come to my performances? That spend your energy there. Then you can fill it out with your, <laughs> with your long bio. Uh, at the, I like to do a somewhat non-singing robot paragraph at the end of my bios. Uh, so <laughs> my, the end of my bio reads, in addition to being an avid podcast listener, yeah, I'm with y'all, uh, Enan enjoys drinking good coffee, joking around with her sisters, tweeting about contemporary poetry, and watching Law and Order. She has grand dreams that her dog, Hunter, will one day be the best dog in the neighborhood. She lives in New Orleans and out of her suitcase equally. This is just a chance to kind of make me a little bit more approachable or give people some other things to talk to me about if they want to strike up a conversation. You do not need to include this at all. Uh, heads up, if you do include this and people like it, they will put it in the program or they will put it in their marketing materials. And I, that's why I really want you to focus on making your program bio the one that is really easily excerptable. Does that make sense? So your program bio is the one where it gives context for who you are as a musician, also what people should look for, how they should get in touch with you. Because if they really think that this is like the coolest, funniest part about you, they're going to skip the whole, she did these fancy things and, you know, won a Pulitzer Prize and performed, you know, at, for the... I don't know, perform for whatever you think is like performed at the Met as, you know, uh, as her first gig out of grad school. It doesn't matter. Whatever you think is the most special, if they connect with something else, they're going to put it in the program. And I just want you to make sure that you're putting front and center what you want people to know about you. And that's really the gist of bios. Uh, use the same header from your resume on your bio when you're putting this together in a press kit. Uh, digital press kits, start collating these most up-to-date versions in a folder that you can easily share with marketing people. So you have your resume, you have your bio. We'll talk more about what else goes in a press kit as we go, but put that in your Dropbox or your Google Drive or wherever so that you can just drop a link to somebody, make it super easy for them and in your press kit, if you want a PDF version and a Word version so that it's really easy for people to copy and paste so they don't mess up any of the spellings or anything else, make it easy for people to copy and paste because otherwise you'll be like me and you end up with Megan Enan Soprano everywhere in the world. <laughs> like, but no, Megan Enan Mezzo-Soprano and my first name doesn't have an H. So who knew, right? Uh, always, always proofread, have somebody else look at it, preferably somebody who's not a musician who won't skim. So yes, a musician friend to look at like titles, but also a non-musician friend who won't skim over certain aspects. They might ask you questions. They might ask you something that you thought was clear, but it could be clearer. And yeah, like I said, uh, we want the short version 
the like the super short version, you want your program version, you want your long bio, and practice practice good prose, bring them into what you do. You know, give them something that they can hang their hat on so that when they recommend you to somebody else, they can say, oh yeah, uh, Megan's a new music force of nature, right? That's the thing, whatever it is that you want people to know, like lead with that in your bio. So do you have any pet peeves when it comes to bios? I would love to hear if you have, uh, if you have cliches or if you have your favorites like son of Los Angeles, right? Whatever it is that, that you really like or you really hate in a bio, uh, hit me up. Tell me about it on the socials and I will see you there. As always, divas, stay sparkly inside and out and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me for Micro Action Monday. Again, I'm Megan Enan, and you can find me on all the socials at Mezzo Enan. That's I-H-N-E-N. Did you know that studio class is part of the Sybaritic Singer? It is. And if you liked this episode, you're going to love my 29 Days to Diva series. That's on SybariticSinger.com. And if you liked this episode, will you please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast? Thanks. It means a lot to me.